Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about three questions that you should ask any VC firm that you're raising money from. That's three questions any venture capitalist that you're talking to about potentially funding your company. Let's not waste another second. Let's get to it. Now, I want to set the stage today and assume that you have a company that you've already vetted is a fit to be a venture capital investment. It's a different subject, but I'm going to assume that that's what we're talking about. So we're talking to venture capitalists. Our company is a venture fundable business. And what happens is, is we as entrepreneurs, we are so anxious to get money for our venture and get it going that we take this more passive role when we meet venture capitalists or investment firms and feel like they're the ones in control because they've got the checkbook and they've got the money that we want. But what we need to remember, and it can be hard because we want so badly to get our venture funded that we'll almost do anything to get the money. And it's a mistake because not all investors are a good fit for us, even if they can write a check. And I've had over my 20-year career, most of the investors that I've ever had have been really great. But I've had some that weren't a fit. Not that they weren't really great. In fact, some of the skills that they brought to the table were were awesome. And I wish it would have been a fit because I think it would have greatly helped our company. But there was a few things where we didn't align and it really hurt it really hurt the business. And it hurt the business because it took cycles out of my time and, and management's time to manage through that. Things that took away from sales and product development, things like that. So not always is a is just because someone has money a fit. And that, that's super hard. It takes a lot of discipline to be able to say no to money. But I would offer to all entrepreneurs out there that are listening that it's like getting married. You sort of, you know, some people may take the idea like, hey, and they've been married five times and they keep, keep trying. But the breakup is the painful part. And it's really painful when it comes to money not just in a marriage and breaking up and splitting it, but when it comes to a company. And in many instances, unfortunately, it's why a lot of the startups and early stage growth companies go go belly up isn't necessarily because they didn't have a good product or service. It's because something happened on the cap table uh, and from a financing perspective, it just got sideways. And going back to today's topic, we need to remember that we've got to interview the VC firm. And you should not walk into any of these firms without having done your research. And they are going to ask you a lot of questions. And at the end, or leave time, they should say, hey, do you have any questions for, for us? The good ones will do that. Even the top ones will do that. And I've got three questions that you should ask. So number one, you can say something the fact which you should have done. I've done some general research on your firm. You look really good. That's why I'm here. Can you tell me more about the current fund that you would be investing out of? And here's what you want to know. 
Usually venture funds invest for their 10-year terms and they're going to invest for the first four to six years. That means they're going to put that money to work in that fund. If they have $100 million, they're going to invest $80 million if they have a 20, 20% or 2% management fee, which is another discussion how venture capital works. But they're going to invest that money and then the remaining years, they're going to work on the companies and look for exits. And that's how they get, that's how they make their money. They sell the companies or sell their positions in these companies. The reason you want to know that is because if they're in year five of the current fund, they may not have room in their investment strategy to make an investment in your company. And you want to know that as it relates to them being in your pipeline as a potential investor. And here's what I mean. Even early stage venture capitalists, they allocate different stages of companies. They may say, we're going to make 10 investments and three of them are going to be pre-revenue. Three of them are going to be revenue-based and four are going to be have revenue growing and are near profitability. And that's how they think about their investments. They not most venture firms aren't going to just make all early stage investments and just let it roll, mainly because they're investors. They've got to manage their portfolio just like you manage your stock portfolio. They're doing the same thing. And you want to understand where they are. They may not have a lot of what they'll call dry powder, meaning how much money they can invest. In fact, that's an important thing to ask. So you want to ask where they are in their current fund cycle, you might find out that they're raising a new fund, which means that they're not going to have any money to invest in you until they raise that fund. If they say we're raising a fund currently, ask them where they are in that stage. How much are you raising? They're raising 150. How much have you closed? We've closed 50. Well, now you know what's the threshold for you to start investing. And they'll say, well, when we get over 75, we're going to start putting money to work. And you're like, okay. Now you start to get a sense where to fit them into your pipeline because you need to know just as much about them as they know about you. So understand where they are and what types of investments they have left in their current fund to see if that's a fit for you. Question number two. Ask them in the last three investments can you tell me a little bit about the dynamics and how it worked? And what you're looking for here is a process. You're trying to figure out what their process is. Did they meet the entrepreneur and it took six months to close the deal? Did they meet the entrepreneur and it took three weeks? So try to get an understanding of exactly what their process is and how long it takes so that you understand that a lot of people think that you're going to walk in, pitch a venture capitalist, and they'll write you a check. And that does happen. It's happened to me a few cases with investors that on a first meeting, I've walked away with a check, but it's not the norm. It's not the norm. It's the stories you hear because those are the exciting stories that make the news and make everybody get excited. But you should set your expectation. That is not the norm. There is a diligence process. They're going to give you a term sheet likely. And that doesn't mean that you're going to get the money. It means that now you're in this due diligence phase that could take another eight weeks. That's what you're looking for here. How long is their due diligence? What does that look like? Are they, if you're a software company, are they going to do a code review? If they do a code review, what does that 
involved. If they want to talk to customers, how many customers do they want? So try to understand when you're asking this question what their process is, and you'll get a good sense of that from their last three deals, and they should be happy to talk to you about it. Number three, a really, really important one. How does their firm make decisions? So that means they'll generally have Monday meetings where they go over deals that they're looking looking at, and some of them will have made a vote. Some of them will say, hey, we want some more diligence, or there'll be an update. And you want to understand, is in a firm, it's the majority of partners? Is it all the partners have to say yes? You want to make sure that you understand what that is. Is there an influential partner? Is it a part, is it, is this firm a single founder where that really is the managing director and he ha- or she has to say yes as the person? You want to understand that process and especially true if you're talking to an associate in a venture firm. Now, what's happened is, is entrepreneurs got smart over the years and basically said, hey, we're not going to meet with associates because associates can't make decisions. So venture firms change their naming convention and call a lot of effectively associates partners because then it makes you feel like you're talking to a partner. But ask the question, regardless of what all these titles are, at the end of the day, what you're really looking to understand is how do they make decisions and what does it take to get an investment done? And then you can understand the dynamics and you'll understand at that point the if you if they're interested in you and you're interested in them and there tends to be a fit, what that process is going to look like and who the important person is. Now, I said I was going to give you three questions, but I'm going to give you a bonus question that you should ask at the end because at the end here, you will have given your pitch. They will have asked you a ton of questions and just ask them. Say, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being you're going to give me a term sheet Monday with no questions on valuation. Based on what we've discussed, how would you score this opportunity that we, our company presents to you? And let them give you a score. And at least then you have some feedback. And it gets the dialogue going of if they're a nine, then you say, hey, what's it going to take to get to a 10? If they're seven, you can figure that out. And if there are three, then you get an idea there. It's a direct question that probably will make your heart pump a little bit when you ask it, but it's a really important question because I can tell you there have been too many times early in my career when I went and pitched investors and walked out of there thinking, okay, well, I don't even know what's next. Like, what was that? And you wind up in this black hole with no direction. It's really, really important for you as you embark on a fundraising process to take control of that process and to treat it just like you were looking for a partner. And what would you require to get married and get into a relationship where you're going to share your checkbook and control of that checkbook? So really important to do those review. Three questions with the bonus. First question is, I've done my general research on the firm. Can you tell me more about your current fund? Number two, 
Can you tell me about your last three investments and the dynamics and the process? Number three, can you tell me how your firm makes decision? And the bonus one is, on a scale of one to 10, where is the opportunity that we've given you today? Oh, good luck. And take control of this process. This is your process as much as it is theirs. And thank you, friends, for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review. We want to hear from you. And subscribe so you don't miss any of our weekly episodes. Until the next time, remember, you are just one business plan away. I'm rooting for your success. We'll see you soon.